Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 157 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Happy Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday afternoon. I know I usually talk to you all during the morning, but I'm trying some different things out here, okay? Um, a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. So, let's see. Let's take a look at where we are. I want to say next week we're going to be back to the regular two episodes a week, Monday and Friday. Uh, that's what I want to say. I want to say that. I want to say that's what's going to happen. But I'm going to, I know I'm going to be busy front half this week. So eventually within the next, I want to say within the next two weeks, so that's what we'll get back to. So what I can tell you is expect the episode... I'd say Thursday. The next episode will be on Thursday and the top five Friday. But today, Wednesday, I mean, next week, yeah, next week, and then we'll roll back into, um, matter of fact, I might just keep it one episode a week until we get the football season completely. When we get to September, then we'll go back to the regular, our regularly scheduled programming. But right now, we're still one episode a week to close out the month of August. Yeah, might as well finish the month, the summer out like that. But I hope everybody's doing good, man. It's Wednesday. I'm feeling good. I'm pumped up. It's going to be a good show. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to recap um, preseason week one. Saw a lot of things I want to discuss quarterback-wise. Talk NBA opening week. NBA Christmas versus NFL Christmas. Um, Sha'Carri Richardson is back this week. Uh, we got the Pacquiao and Ugas fight. Uh, you guys fight this weekend. We're going to talk about that. And, of course, we cannot forget about WWE SummerSlam. So let's jump right into it. So preseason week one has come and gone. A lot of uh, starters didn't play, which didn't surprise me at all. Uh, you got coaches like Sean McVay who have already come out and said that uh, there will be no starters from him playing. And I, I think that's what a lot of coaches should do because the, the preseason is not about the starters. It's not about the starters getting reps. Or they, they do that at practice. It's not about... No, it's about cutting down to a, a 53-man roster. So it's for guys who are on the roster who may be on the bubble. Um, rookies trying to make the team. And I'm drafting guys trying to make the team. And you're just making cuts. That's all that, that's all that comes down to. And, and for guys, for the players who may not make the team that they're on, they're getting film out there. If they perform well, they, they're putting film out there for the other 31 teams in the league. You, you know what I mean? So the preseason is important. To the players And as a fan I, I do Check the preseason out But it's not like We're all in As football fans On preseason I'm happy to have football back In any capacity I was excited as hell For the preseason And I just reminded myself That uh, I need to cancel My NFL Game Pass uh, Free trial 
going to do that as soon as I rap. Because uh, they're not going to get $99 out of me. No, 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 nobody. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I, uh, I just wanted a free trial to watch the Packers game. Because I couldn't find a good stream. So that's, uh, yeah, I'm not keeping that. No, not going to do that. But I am going to get my Sunday ticket uh, Friday. I'm definitely going to get that, get that, get that going with the, with the cool student discount. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm not keeping that game pass, pal. No, you won't, you won't get $99 out of me. Yes, I'm doing it right now, actually. Still want to cancel? Yes, too expensive. Expensive. Yes, cancel subscription. Your NFL subscription is canceled. Thank you. Appreciate that. Now back to what I was saying. Yeah, the preseason is more important to the organizations, the real people who are involved, not really the fans. This isn't really about us. Unless you are a LA Rams fan, then this is just practice to when you're really fighting in the stands during the regular season. Uh, that was disgusting, by the way. That was so gross. I didn't understand that one. But yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, preseason is more so for the players and rookies. And we saw a lot of rookie talent out there on uh, uh, throughout the weekend. So let's start off with Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields, the rookie quarterback, drafted by the Chicago Bears. He won 14 of 20, 142 yards uh, with a 106. Oh, he threw a touchdown with a 106.7 pass rating. He also uh, rushed for five, five rushes for 33 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I didn't watch him play. I did look at highlights. He looked good. He definitely looked good. He he, he can throw the ball. He can definitely throw the ball. Um, as far as him getting the starting position, I don't think they should throw him out there right away unless something goes drastically wrong with Andy Dalton. But I do see that Justin Fields, he can play football, man. He He's real. He's the real deal. I think that's one of the guys that we knew were, were the real deal. For sure, I didn't. I don't think I questioned him coming into the uh, into the draft. Now let's go to the West Coast. So Trey Lance, he threw a big eighty-yard touchdown bomb, uh, and every that was that made highlights, you know, everywhere. And of course, that was a highlight for his night. But he went five of fourteen, passing one hundred twenty-eight yards. Uh, he got sacked four times, and he only had a uh, pass rating of ninety-three point seven. So it wasn't really a great night for Trey Lance. Honestly, I don't, I didn't understand why everybody was like. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo's job wasn't so secure just off of that performance alone. I don't I don't think that Jimmy G should be worried about his job, yet he should be more so worried about his life. I still don't think you guys understand. Kyle Shanahan had a press conference and said he was going to murder Jimmy Garoppolo. Did nobody hear that? He said... He didn't know who was going to be alive. He was talking about Jimmy G. He's going to kill him. Please. Please, Jimmy G. If you're listening to this, please, man. Get some protection. Get some protection. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go to the East Coast. So, Zach Wilson, the swag man himself, the swaggiest man on the field. I mean, my dog be wearing the sleeve, the bands. The the Nike headbands. I mean, the boy was at the Packers and Jets joint practice today, looking prettier than I don't know what. The boy is nothing but drip. I respect that. Uh, in his preseason debut, uh, six of nine passing, sixty three yards, uh, with eighty six point eight passer rating. Uh, you know, he he did what he had to do. He took care of the football. He just went out there, you know, 
ran the offense for a little bit. wasn't too crazy, but um, I'm I'm excited to see what Zach Wilson b- brings to the table. I'm definitely excited for him. Uh, tra- uh Trevor Lawrence down there with the Jaguars. Same thing. Uh, 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 uh easy night. Six for nineteen. I mean, excuse me, six for nine. Seventy-one yards. Ninety-point-five uh, passer rating. He also got sacked two times. So I mean, the the rookies they showed up. You know, the, the rookies came out to play. For sure. Um, PJ Washington. Did you guys see him? Is that that man's name? Hold on, let me make sure that's his name. Some might be thinking of two different people, but I I I think I'm correct. I think that's his last name. Yeah, PJ Washington. Um, the guy from the, no, that's not no 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 no. That's not no. PJ Washington is the young man who got Brittany Renner pregnant and is now reaping the consequences of that. No, the young man I'm talking about. For the Panthers, hold on. His name is uh. Hold up. What is that young man's name? P.J. Walker. Okay, so here we go. Let's 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 straighten things out. A little bit straightening. P.J. Washington is the young man who was preyed upon by bundle of Brittany herself, Miss Brittany Renner. Ends up having a baby with her. Now he's having problems. I mean we. You don't have to be Raven Baxter to have seen that one coming. I mean, come on. Come on. P.J. Walker, quarterback for the uh, Carolina Panthers, backup quarterback. Yeah, He was out there slinging it. He can he he got some zip on that ball, too. I mean, you know, everybody's talking about his athleticism and everything. He can run. He can run, and he, he can get out of the pocket. But, boy, was he out there slinging the rock. P.J. Walker. Not P.J. Washington. P.J. Walker. Okay, we gotta we gotta make sure we know that there is a difference. They are two different people doing two different things on the field and off the field. I'm just hey, I'm just letting you know. Um, now Mr. Jordan Love is not a rookie, but this was his first uh, NFL action since he, he he no preseason last year. Didn't touch the field. Didn't dress, but. Mr. Jordan Love has finally got on the field and he showed out. Now, of course, you know, this is the game that I did watch. Uh, What was that, Friday night? Saturday night. I did watch, you know, Jordan Love and made sure I watched him. He did leave the game a little early after he got popped. uh, A little shoulder trouble, but he's fine. He went 12 of 17, 110.4 passer rating, 112 yards, and he threw a touchdown. Took care of the football as well. I was very, very, very impressed with Jordan Love. Um, it was a slow start for the offense as a whole, but it was a slow start for him. But once he got his confidence rolling, I want to say after that that wild uh, that good throw he threw to Devin Funches, but then the the long ball to Jay Sternberger and then the wheels started rolling. Uh, you know he capped off a drive with a 22 yard uh, screen pass to Kylan Hill, who was fast as hell. Now, if you guys have been listening for some time, if you you know a long time listener of the show, you guys remember when I did that uh, that segment on Kylan Hill down there when he was playing down there in Mississippi, and you know I, I've talked about him before, and I was a big fan of him for what he you know taking his stand, and then I find out he's actually a good running back, and then he ends up getting drafted by the Packers, so it worked out for me. Uh, now the word on the street is he may very well be working himself into the third the third back position. That kid is fast, bro. He's fast, he's nifty, and he doesn't fumble. He doesn't fumble, so I was happy to see him do good. 
but Jordan Love, man, once he got in rhythm, he, he was standing tall in the pocket, making his reads. He looked good. I, I was impressed. You know, I mean, I like I said, I've never had a problem with him. It was the circumstances. Everybody knows, man. We, we we've run we've ran that story into the ground so many times about the Packers taking Jordan Love and how they got him and when they got him and why they got him and what else they could have done besides take a quarterback in the first round, trading up to get a quarterback in the first round. But it was never about for me. It was never about who it was. It could have been any quarterback, any of them. It could have been any quarterback, but it just happened to be Jordan Love, and he took the short short end of the stick short end of the stick from the media and fans. So. I was I want nothing but great things for him. You know, when Rodgers is gone and rides off into the sunset, however that situation may end, I know for a fact that Jordan Love will, will be ready to take over. And he very well may be the biggest kept secret and the biggest surprise and maybe the biggest steal of the 2020 draft. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what else did we see preseason week one? Oh, Chase Young is already in. In uh, midseason form I mean he got right to Cam Newton um, And then Cam um, Mac Jones he looked good too So I mean look As a Patriots fan What do you guys want to see out there Do you want to give Cam Newton another shot You know COVID last year Half the team opted out That's it See don't I, I, You know talking about that Let me Let me continue Pac, uh, Patriots fans COVID year last year Cam Catches COVID wasn't the same after. He comes this off season says it's the healthiest he's felt since his shoulder surgery, shoulder injury. Right. Half the team, most of the team, opts out last year. Now you're coming into this season with new weapons. I mean, new weapons. You guys spent so much money in free agency this off season. I don't know where that money came from, but I'm not. I'm no no one to watch another person's pockets. But I'm just saying that just looked a little weird. But hey. Wherever the money's coming from, it's, it went to a good place. But do you guys want to give Cam a second chance, a real second chance? Or do you want the kid to step in? I mean, because you go two different directions here. If the, if, the, if the Patriots start off good with Cam at the helm, I don't think we see, obviously, we don't see Mac Jones this season. But if the Patriots start off, let me let me look at their schedule. Let's take a look at their schedule and see potentially, you know, how this can go. Uh, let's see. All right, they got the Dolphins at home, Jets on the road, Saints at home, Bucks at home, Texans on the road. All right, one, two, three, four, five. If the Patriots can start off three and two with wins over. The Dolphins and the Jets, I don't if with Cam starting, I think Cam is okay. But if the Patriots only win two of these five games, I think we see Matt Jones. I think that's how that goes. I think that I think that's the I think that's the the way it goes. I don't I don't think that Cam has a lot of wiggle room here. I don't I don't think he has a lot of breathing room. I think that Mac Jones is breathing down his his neck. Um, I think he knows that, and I think he knows how important and how crucial this season is for his career. But those first five games are going to be very telling. Those first five games are going to determine if Cam finishes the season or not. So he has to win three out of those five. The Patriots have to win three out of those five 
for Cam Newton to be to remain the starter going throughout the season. But if Cam and the Patriots cannot win three of those first five, including two division games, yeah, you can pack it up for him. You can pack it up for him. It's gonna be Mac attack time because uh, yeah, you can't you get you you can't start the season off um two and three and or, or one and four at worst or zero oh and five and, and think you're gonna keep the job. When there's a young, hungry kid behind you that people are already wanting to see, so you 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 gotta you gotta understand that. So Cam knows what he has to do, and whew, after seeing him take that shot against Washington, it's like, bro, do they not want him to play? Like, come on, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, what else did we see preseason, week one? Um. I don't know. Oh, the goddamn celebration thing. So the NFL came out with uh, new, new, new penalties that are going to be enforced. Basically, we can't, we can't express ourselves. Can't express yourself. Imagine working Pee Wee, high school, college. Maybe JUCO, however you got to the NFL. You work all your life to get to the highest level of football. You you are on a team right now. And you are fighting to stay on that team right now. This young man carried eight defenders. Eight defenders for a first down. I can barely carry the groceries in the in, into my house. And this man carried eight other men. And if you thought he was going to get up and just go back to the huddle like nothing happened, you've lost your goddamn mind. Dog, let these players be them. They're men. We're, grown, we're all grown men at the end of the day. Everybody's going to express express themselves. I don't care where it is. Dog, it can be flag football. I'm going to act a fool if I do something good. I'm going to talk. I'm going to clap. I'm going to flex. Like, come on. Like, uh, are they going to give Zeke a, a 15-yard penalty if he does the feed me more thing? Are they going to give Aaron Jones a, a, a penalty for wiping himself off and giving us the first down signal? It's the simple things like that. And then as a referee, it's like, dog, you got so many things to already worry about. You're going to add this in there? And, I mean, the way that the ref was right there and he threw it fast. This is like you wipe out a great play for that. And he didn't even do anything. It wasn't even egregious. Like, I can understand... If guys are, you know, you hit somebody and you stand over top of them for too long or you, like, throw the ball at somebody, it has to be something crazy. But just to get up and flex or nod your head or something like that, nah. Nah. This this is the no fun league. I mean, we joke about that, but it's not a joke, (laughs) It's the truth. This is the no fun league, man. I don't understand that. I don't understand the NFL and the MLB. Why do they want their games to be watered down so bad? Like, why do you want this game to be so vanilla? Do you not know who your audience is? Especially the NFL. Look at your fans. They are crazy. NFL fans are some of the craziest fans in the world. And they come second to uh soccer fans uh i don't know what league or what uh what's what country that is where they just light fire 
or or uh uh what the hell are flares in the crowd i don't know what the where that is but the soccer fans yeah you guys are the most dedicated and craziest fans in the world second place nfl fans third place i, I want to say nhl fans because they get down too and then in, in nba and then mlb but you you look at your fan bases man they're they're raucous they're at the games they're acting a fool Look at this past weekend. They fight. They fight each other. There were Rams fans fighting other Rams fans. This was Ram on Ram crime. I mean, their horns were locked. That's how bad it got. So, I mean, look around. Look yourself in the mirror. Look at your league. These guys have big personalities. They have big personalities. And, and, and you cannot minimize that. For the sake of the game. You can't do that. You cannot do that. Like this is the same NFL that just brought back group celebrating. And now we're taking away. It's not even taunting. And that's another thing. Stop calling it taunting. It's not taunting. <laughs> it's nothing that was like anything. Nothing I saw in the video that they sent out to the league in the memo looked like taunting to me. And then everybody's going back to the Super Bowl with the Tariq Hill thing and the, the point. That, yo, bro, so, so what? So what? So what? You know what? Who cares, bro? Who cares about taunting? It's a game. It is a game. It's not unsportsmanlike. If dudes, that's a, like, bro, stop trying to make this game so friendly, bro. They're not playing two-hand touch. Dog, this is tackle football at the highest level possible. They gonna be out there acting up, and that's just the game. That's just the game, bro. Like, under, uh, what do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't understand that one. Did not understand that one. But I think that's all I have for that and week one of the preseason. Now let's 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 fast forward here to uh, Christmas Day. You guys know I love Christmas. Christmas time. It's my favorite time of year. I love it. Now, Christmas is when we talk about Christmas and sports fans, the only thing we we are thinking about is the NBA. But this year we also have NFL games. But first, so first let's let's look at the NFL schedule before we get to the NBA schedule. And then we can Okay, so what we got here are two games for Christmas Day. Uh, we got the Packers versus the Browns. So the the Packers are one and one on Christmas. The Browns' first uh Christmas Day game. Uh, this one will will be on Fox and NFL Network at four thirty p.m. Then the Nightcap is the Cardinals, who are one and one on Christmas Day. It's the Colts' first game on Christmas on NFL Network at eight fifteen p.m. Don't know who's tuning in to see whoever the quarterback will be for the Colts. I don't know if it's going to be Carson Wentz by then. And uh, in, in Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, I, honestly, outside of their, those two fan bases, I don't think anybody will be watching that game because we'll be over there on ABC and ESPN watching the Nets versus the Lakers. I mean, who the hell is watching the Cardinals and the Colts? on? Boy, we going to sleep. We didn't have ham. Turkey, chicken, greens, K 
cake, pie, yams, cookies, eggnog. We're going to be tired by then. And that game really going to put us to sleep. So, not watching that. But the game, the other game that goes head up with the NFL's Christmas is the Warriors and Suns game on ABC. Now, that game tips off at 5 p.m. Be honest with you. Okay. They could have put that game on BET. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm really not sold on the Warriors and the Suns. I don't. I, I really don't care about that game. So they could have put that. They could have put that one on BET Plus. To be quite honest with you, but you already know where I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna be at. I'm. You, y'all know who I am. <laughs> I don't gotta tell y'all. y'all. Y'all known me for three years now. I'm a Packers fan through and through. Y'all think I'm gonna skip the dit? Child, please. <laughs> Child, please. And I know NFL fans, bro. We not. We not worried about that. Or nah, we not. Typically, I don't care about the NBA until Christmas. Honestly. I don't really watch basketball until Christmas. Outside of opening week, I don't watch NBA until Christmas. I, I've I've been saying that unless it's a good good game like a primetime game. Like I I'll, I'll I'll say that I'll tune in for like the TNT games because I only because I want to see inside, and it has to be a good game. But like I'm not killing myself to go find the stream for a Heat game in the middle of uh, November. Like I'm not. I'm not doing it. Like, I keep up with it, obviously. I keep up with it, but I'm not watching no Friday night ESPN basketball. When, nah, dog. That's not me. I'm sorry. I mean, as I've gotten older, I've, I've watched more basketball during a regular season. But it's just it just don't hit until Christmas. Once we get past Christmas, rocking off into the All-Star break, then the game really picks up. Like, regular season games... In the NBA, in the regular season games, NFL, it's just there's just two different types of energies to me. That's just me though. I know a lot of people feel that way and don't feel that way. But ultimately, the NBA Christmas schedule it's it's kind of stacked. Uh, so we start off at 12 p.m. So 12 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're on the East Coast, gifts should have already been opened. Presents should be already wrapping paper should already be cleaned up by then. Depending on what time you wake up. But if you're on the West Coast, you probably just waking up. Santa probably just left your crib. You know what I mean? But 12 p.m. Eastern time. The Hawks are going to MSG. I it don't get no more much better than that. I honestly I would love to be at MSG for that one, dog. Trey and them going back up there on Christmas? Trey Young. So you're telling me Trey Young. About to go to Madison Square Garden and steal Christmas. Come on, fam. Don't let that man go up there and be the Grinch. Y'all don't want to see that, man. Y'all don't want to see that, man. Y'all don't want to see that. That man finna go steal Christmas from the city of New York. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Um, then at two thirty Eastern, another game I really don't care about the Bucks and Celtics. I'm not. Oh yeah, and I forgot Kemba Walker played for the Knicks. Now, oh yeah, that's gonna be good. But yeah, I, I really don't care about the Bucks and the Nets. I mean, excuse me, the Bucks and the Celtics. Honestly, 
We already talked about. I mean, look, we know what we are here to see. It's three games on this list that I'm here to see. The East Coast versus West Coast. This is the game. The Brooklyn Nets. We got KD, Patty Mills, James Harden, Kyrie. We already know what's happening over there. We got LeBron, Westbrook, AD, Melo. We already know what's going over here. This is a game that people want to be like a finals preview. This is the game that I want. I need the energy I saw with that 2016 Warriors-Cavs Christmas game. I don't think we'll ever see a Christmas game like that again. But this is the game that people want to see. This is a hype game right here. This is this is the one that we circled on our schedule. Even if it wasn't on Christmas before, to be on Christmas at 8 p.m. prime time, yeah, we're, we're going to be sitting there for that one. And then at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, the nightcap. Now, this is where things get tricky because... At uh, 10 p.m. Hold on, give me a minute. I just received some money. Oh, somebody just paid $25 for the Fantasy League. Now it's Wednesday. I said the money was due Friday. Don't, do not send me your money in the middle of the week. Ain't no need. There's no need for that. But that's good. I'm glad people are being punctual about that. That's, that is good, though. That is good. But, uh... I don't I don't think we needed this many games. I think we would I would have been cool honestly with just the the Hawks game, the the Nets game and then Luka versus the the uh Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz because that game is at 10:30. Dog, we going we finna be sleep. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. We didn't we didn't visit houses. We didn't had we didn't had breakfast, cookies and dinner. And 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 dessert. We didn't had a long day, and y'all gonna make y'all try to make me stay up at ten thirty after I didn't watch LeBron and them. Now I gotta watch Luca. Y'all know I love Luca, but I can't stay up at ten thirty after after Christmas Day. Then then came and went. That's just gonna be a long. That's gonna be a long ass day, man. I'm sorry, dog. And I watched the Packers. Y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all killing me. Y'all killing me. Y'all stressing me out. I can't do it. It's too much goddamn basketball to watch. Too much to watch. Now, let's stay on basketball. So, we covered the Christmas games, right? We all good? Yeah, we all good with the Christmas games. So, let's move over to the uh, opening week games. So, NBA tip-off. So, Tuesday, October 19th on TNT. Both of these games are on TNT. Uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We get a rematch of the Eastern Conference... Semis? Yeah, the second round. Forgot the Nets didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. In Milwaukee, opening night, the defending champs on their home court against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, that's, yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. We're going to see. <laughs> We're going to see. Then at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, we get to see the Warriors. Uh... Versus the Los Angeles Lakers at Staples. So we get a rematch of the play-in game. Then Wednesday night on ESPN, October 20th, uh, we got the the Celtics versus the Knicks at the Garden. So Kimball Walker already get to go against the Celtics after the trade home at MSG. Then we get the Nuggets versus the Suns. Dog, somebody had the nerve to be upset. About the Nuggets not having a Christmas game. Dog, don't really want to see no damn Joker on Christmas. Sorry. Um, Thursday, October 21st 
on TNT. This is the one I'm most excited for, man. The Mavs versus the Hawks. We get Luka versus Trey. Yeah, I need that. Inject that into my veins. Um, then we also have the Clippers taking on uh, the Warriors that night as well at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's the second game. Then the cap off the week, Friday, August, uh, October 22nd, we got the Nets taking on the 76ers. And then we got the Suns versus the Lakers. I need that too. So, I mean, it's a good opening week. I'm not mad at it. It's, it's definitely solid. They definitely took their time with that. When we got playoff rematches, we got young guns going up against each other. It's, it's going to be good. I'm excited for that. And I'm also excited for Christmas. But, yeah, man, NBA already getting us excited. Already getting us excited. Um, let's see what we at now. Are right, we talking about preseason? We talked about NBA Christmas opening week. Uh, let's talk Pacquiao versus uh your Dennis Yugas. You guys. So, as you know, the original bout that we were supposed to see this weekend was Errol Spence Jr. versus Manny Pacquiao, and we know that Errol Spence had to pull out of that fight. Uh, because of his eye. Now, Errol Spence ends up having to disclose uh, information about the eye because people were talking trash about him online, and simply that's unnecessary. The man, the man, legitimately had a reason to go get surgery for his eye. He couldn't go. Would you have rather him go into this fight with one eye, and or, or two eyes to come out with one eye? Like it, it looked like it was that serious. So, like I said last week, we wish I wish uh, Errol Spence nothing but the best. So, we ended up getting uh, Manny Pacquiao versus your Dennis Yugas. Now, I want to say this. I, with all due respect to both of these men, man. How is this still a pay-per-view fight? How are they still going to make paper, people pay for this? Seriously. How? Dog, Manny Pacquiao has not fought in two years. I don't. Do people know that? <laughs> do people know that Manny Pacquiao has not fought in two years? Dog, how is this still a pay per view? Fan, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't understand, man. I, I don't get it. How? How? How do you expect people to pay for this? You got to think, man. Saturday night, casual fans, and 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 and. And a diehard boxing fans had their appetite ready for a, a big fight. That doesn't happen. So you lose most of your casuals. I don't think any casual. I don't think any casuals really want to see old Manny Pacquiao versus a thirty-five-year-old Dennis Yugas. Because nine times out of ten, they don't even know who Yugas you guys is. So, I, you know what I mean? Like, how how can you keep this a pay-per-view? This fight should be free. As soon as Spence wasn't able to go, and you found the replacement, and this is who the replacement was going to be, this fight should be free. Dog, this card, it, hey, it could be good. It could be good. I mean, you got Robert Gar uh, Robert Guerrero versus Victor Ortiz in 2021. I don't know what the hell, where the hell they even found them at. I didn't even know they were still fighting. I hadn't seen Victor Ortiz in a long time. I haven't seen Robert Guerrero since he's fought Floyd. How did this fight come about? I don't know. It would have been cool 10 years ago. But in 2021, I'm saying what the hell and why the hell. I'm, I, I mean, look. I'm just saying, man. 
This this is not the card. This is not the fight that we expect to see. This is not a pay per view worthy fight. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. With all due respect, of course. With all due respect. Um. So let's look at the tail of the tape. So let's start off with uh the WBA Super Welterweight Champion, your Dennis Yuga. So he's he he has uh he's beaten Omar Figueroa Jr. Uh, he has a split decision loss to Sean Porter. Uh, he's beaten Abel Abel Ramos. Um, not too many notable na- names on his resume, honestly. Not even notable losses outside of Sean Porter. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to expect. He is good. He can fight. Um, he's twenty six and four, twelve knockouts. He's never been knocked out before. WBA Super Welterweight Champion Like I said man He's 35 He stands at 5'9 With a 69 inch reach He fights out of Miami, Florida Now in the other other corner uh, Manny Pacquiao Bro how old is Manny now? Manny gotta be 40 something Gotta be 42 years old Jesus this man too old for this dog He stands at 5'5 five, five and a half 67 inch of reach He's fighting out of the Philippines uh, He's 62 and 7 39 KOs Been knocked out three times Two draws We know Manny Pacquiao man We know Manny He's beating Keith Thurman Adrian Broner Okay He's beating Tim Bradley Jr. Jesse Vargas Um He's had a, that that crazy trilogy with Juan Manuel Marquez. He's beaten Shane Mosley, Joshua Clady, Miguel Cotto, Ricky Hatton. Man, we knocked Ricky Hatton out. Oscar De La Hoya. Manny Pacquiao has a hell of a resume. Hell of a resume. I'm not taking anything from him at all. But fam, you're 42. You're 42. You have not fought in two years. It's time for you to pack it up. And that's why I really wanted this fight to happen because I thought I really believed with everything in me that Errol Spence was going to come out and knock this man out and, and, and send him off and put him out of his misery because it's time. It's time, man. His time is up, bro. Seriously. It, it, it's curtains for him. It's curtains for him. Nobody want to see Manny Pacquiao, man. Nobody. I'm sorry, bro. With all due respect, man. With all due respect. I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't I don't understand how this fight is still pay-per-view. Honestly, I'm telling you right now. You guys know I love the sport. I don't care. I do. I love the sport, but I, I don't care about this fight, man. I don't care about this fight, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I, I don't want to see this. This is not what I want to see. This is not what I want to see. I'll tell you what I do want to see. Next month, uh, Brandon Figueroa and uh, what's that kid's name? Hold on. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell y'all. And it's a free fight. I'll tell y'all what to tune into next month. Where my dog Figueroa at? Where the dog? Where the boy at now? Yeah, there it is. Brandon Figueroa next month. Him and yeah, Stephen Fulton Jr., Next month, September 18th. That's the fight y'all need to see. But what we what's going on this Saturday? Y'all, y'all can go ahead and skip that one, man. Ain't ain't you no need. And y'all know I usually tell y'all to tune in 
to the sweet science, but I just can't bring it to myself to do that this weekend, man. I just, I can't do that, man. I can't do that, bro. Don't give a damn about this fight, man. With all due respect. Um, let's see where we at. Where we at? All right, so we okay? We we getting through? We almost done? We almost done? Um, short thing. Hold on. Before we get to SummerSlam, I'm gonna close us um with SummerSlam. Um, I think it's one more thing we got to talk about before then. But um, like I said, we're back to our regular regularly scheduled programming in September. By the way, so get ready for that. Okay, get ready to be electrified when football is back. But um, so Shakari Richardson is back. I think this is on the what's the twenty first. That's Saturday. I thought it was on the twentieth, though. Let me let me make sure. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Give me one minute. Now we know this is Shakari Richardson's first race, her first time back since the. Uh, the suspension and everything and missing the Olympics and everything. So this is going to be big here at the Prefontaine Classic out there in what's that? That's how that's how West, right? But she's gonna be going up against all three of the women from the, the Jamaica team. Um Elaine Thompson, Shelly Ann Frazier, um, and Sherika Jackson in the one hundred meter sprint. This is big, bro. This is big. When is that? Cause I don't I sw- I could have swore it was Friday. Could have I could have swore it was Friday. I'll 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 probably write about it and and tell you guys. But I swear it was Friday. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, that's not it. Okay, here we go. Y'all to watch. Oh, it is Saturday. All right, it begins Friday, and while well, the Saturday's competition will be on Peacock at four. All right, say less. So Saturday. Shakari Richardson is back. Now, she posted a TikTok today on Instagram and everything. And it was a simple, fun one. The little transition with the hair, you know, letting the people know she's back and everything. It was nothing but negativity in the comments, man. I mean, just anything to try to humble this young woman. Like, how can somebody's confidence make you that upset? All that tells me is one. You don't have that same confidence. And two, it's like, are you insecure with yourself? Are you intimidated by other people's confidence? It doesn't even got to be her. It could be anybody. I don't understand. I never understand that. How can you be upset with how somebody feels about themselves and what they do? How can you do that? I don't get that. So watching, you know, especially my people. Turn on her so fast It's crazy to me It's crazy to me This young woman hasn't done anything wrong To nobody She don't bother nobody Half of them Half of y'all didn't even know who she was Prior to what happened Before the Olympics Like come on dog Let's be real here Let's be real here So I hope She shows the hell out Saturday And, and, and smokes Them girls Because let me tell you Jamaica Twitter they hey man, I ain't seen so many Jamaican flags in a lot 
in my life. I mean, they have been everywhere on Twitter, and they've been running their mouths all summer. I pray, y'all better pray to the Lord himself that Shakira don't go out there and do exactly what I expect her to do because I am going to act an ass. I mean, it's going to be so bad. They're going to have to ban me from the country. Like, on the no-fly list, I'm not going to be on the no-fly list. It's going to be a list of places I can't go. Jamaica's going to be at the top. I would probably say Jamaica, uh, Indianapolis. I can't go there. Um, Where else can I go? I think that's it. I know I I can't go to Indianapolis. Because I wished I wished bad things upon them after the Andrew Luck situation. No, I can't go. I can't go to Detroit. I don't think I haven't said it. Yeah, I, no, I can go to Detroit. But yeah, I, I won't be able to go to Jamaica if if, if Shakari goes the hell off on Saturday and smoke them girls. Cause God, dog, they talk so much trash. The fans talk so much trash. But I really hope Shakari can bounce back and have a and have a great race. I mean, this is gonna be big. I'm excited for it. I'll definitely be tuned in on Saturday afternoon. Um, so, yeah, Sha'Carri Richardson at the Prefontaine Classic this Saturday on Peacock. The event and everything, everything starts at 4 o'clock, I believe, is what I just read. So, yeah, that's what we got going on there. And then Saturday night, WWE SummerSlam. Um, I won't stay on this long. This is not, you know, really a wrestling podcast. But I'll make this one quick. I'm just gonna get my predictions, my picks. I'm gonna get my picks. I'm gonna get y'all out of here. I'm gonna say a couple of things. I'm gonna get y'all out of here. Um, I'm going Seth Rollins. I think he's gonna go over on Edge. I don't. I don't see the end game for Edge winning. I think this is a great time for Seth Rollins to pick up some momentum. Um, I, I love what Seth Rollins is doing right now with the suits and the drip and everything he's doing right now. It's great. I love. I love Seth Rollins. I hope he wins. So I'm going with Seth Rollins over Edge. I think I'm going to go. Bianca over Sasha. I don't think Sasha beats Bianca Saturday night. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm going to go. I think Bianca retains. Um, Dog. I promise. I promise. With everything in me. If If Bill Goldberg beats Bobby Lashley for the WWE title, I will never watch WWE again. I will never watch W Dog. They can't do that, bro. And it's like it's sick to think about because they really could. Remember when Goldberg beat Kevin Owens for the Universal title? It was just like some of that stuff did not have to happen. It didn't have to happen. And I I really hope this don't this this not how this goes, bro. Bobby is having a too much. He's had a great year. It, it don't need to end like that. No, we don't need that. I hope Bobby wins. I'm going with Bobby Lashley, for the love of God. Um, what else we got going on? Mm, we got Rey Mysterio and the Usos, right? Ray, the Mysterios versus the Usos. I think I'm gonna roll with the Usos on that one. Um, I know we got Randy Orton and um, Matt Riddle for the titles against uh, Omos, Omos and AJ Styles. Like I'm rolling with RK Bro on that one. I think they secured the tag team titles. Um, and I mean, obviously, man, the biggest match of the night, the, the matchup we all want to see. I really hope this goes off without a hitch. I hope there's no interferences and or no. I hope it's a clean finish. I I really would love to see John Cena uh, capture the 17, uh, his 17th title, man. I th- it's long overdue. 
I didn't. I couldn't believe they gave him the 16th one over AJ. So if he gets this one, and he is scheduled to come, you know, stay on the shows. I think he's going to be at the Garden in September. So here's how I would book it. You have seen a win. You have seen a win, and then I say eventually, maybe within the next week or so, or maybe that same night, Big E cashes in. And then you start a feud with Roman and Big E. I mean, it's that it's that simple. You, I don't think it's that hard to do, but I, I really think, especially now with Ric Flair gone, it, what y'all holding? What y'all holding on to that record for? What y'all holding on for? For? Um, but I've loved everything about the Roman Reigns and John Cena feud. I mean, it has been a little spotty because of the Finn Balor thing and Cena not being on TV a lot. But those those that promo they cut. Friday night, oh my goodness, I was I was on the edge of my seat. That was gold, bro. That felt like Cena in the Rock. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Oh, it was so good, bro. From both sides, but Cena smoked. Cena smoked Roman, though. I mean, he really smoked him for sure. I mean, we 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 know we know how Cena is on the mic, and um. Yeah, Cena, Cena, Cena did what he had to do. All right, so I'm excited for the match. I'm excited for SummerSlam. I don't know who the hell this DJ is. They got performing. We didn't ask for that. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't think I asked for that. I don't think I requested his services. If you ask me, I thought we was going to get Cardi B. Why we ain't getting Cardi? Brody wasn't available. Ain't she pregnant? Okay, yeah, maybe that's what that is. Maybe she want to slide through with the preggers. Okay, I can understand that. I, I, okay, all right. Maybe that's what's going on. But yeah, man, SummerSlam is Saturday night. It's gonna be a good weekend for sure. It's gonna be a good weekend. I'm excited. I'm ready. I haven't been this excited about WWE in a while. But um, I swear, man, if Bill Goldberg wins, I, 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 I don't know. What I'm gonna do it myself. I'm be so, I'm gonna be so upset. I'm gonna cry. Seriously, this is gonna be nasty. But I hope I hope that don't happen. But yeah, let's go see him, man. Let's go see him for sure. Uh but yeah, SummerSlam Saturday. Shakari Richardson is back on Saturday. Manny Pacquiao is back on Saturday. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good day um for the sports world. And we got preseason football this weekend as well. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got got for you today. Um make sure you head over to the YouTube channel and I think I'm have a I might have a top five Friday dropping on Friday. We'll see how I feel about that. Um, you know, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you go follow Pro Sports Extra on Twitter to go, you know, to check out my blogs and articles and everything like that. Um, shout out to PSC, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Eric Lyons TV. You can follow the podcast page at Electrified Pod. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate the love. Thank you guys for the support and the listens. Make sure you keep listening, man. Don't forget to listen, man. Um, so for the 157th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been, yet, is this 156? Or what, I mean, is this 157 or 158? Hold on. This 157, alright. So, for the 157th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.